Welcome to Miami Sports Podcast, where we cover sports from South Florida. Here with uh, the host, Alex. I'm here with Brian and Alberto. We're here to recap the year for the Dolphins, talk offseason, what the team needs to improve, and uh, what should we be looking forward here. So let's start with a recap. You know, we ended the year 10-6, and six, failed to uh, to get into the playoffs, although 10-win season, unfortunately, didn't get us into the playoffs for our division. was tough as well with the Bills. Um, but, you know, we were still in a rebuilding process. And just to be able to get 10 wins was, was great. You know, it's, uh, it's a strong signal for the future. So what do you what do you think we should do here in the third year of rebuilding, third, fourth year? I mean, at least for me, winning 10 games in a season should get you into the playoffs. But that's just how the ball went for us. Um, for this rebuild, I'm glad we already got a good defense. We got no issue with that. We do need a couple more pieces on defense, but we're almost there. And then at least for offense, we need to step up that quarterback play with with Tua. Watson not coming. We're not trading for him. We're going to get Tua to step it up. We need to get the run game to step up. Hopefully we draft somebody, either Najee Harris or somebody else. We'll talk about that later. And um, we almost got it. We're almost there. Good coaching like Flores. Uh, good free agents are going to want to come over here. And we're going to step up soon. Playoff yeah. time. Uh, for me, it was Emmanuel Agbo. Uh, he came from a Super Bowl winning team a year ago, but he was injured. He couldn't play into the Super Bowl game. We signed him on a cheap deal, and he balled out for us. He made a big difference on that line. And um, next, they're going to be good. Watch. He's going to step up again. Hopefully, we have some key pieces down the middle. Um, Christian Wilkins and my dog Rayquan Davis, they stepped up too. Yeah. So even on that defensive line right there, there's a lot of players who stepped up. But for me, it was Emmanuel. Yeah. Different playmaking styles. Um, he will swap the ball out the line, rush at the speed of crazy D-line speed, for real. And, and sacks after sacks. I'm surprised he didn't make it to the Pro Bowl team this year too. So defense, you know, defense has been well. Let's talk about some weaknesses. Um, rookie, we took uh, with the third pick in the first round. What are you guys are thinking about? Um, hey, Bonagami, Um Yeah, give me some, give me some takes. You know, we didn't see too much play time from him. Uh, he struggled early on, but he he has two really good mentors, uh, in Xavier and Byron. Um, and there's definitely a lot of potential for him. He trans he translated from a receiver in Auburn to a corner in his last year. So, you know. We should be expecting th- these bumps, but um, what do you what do you guys think so far of him? Well, like you said, he has two good mentors. Uh, you know, he's not gonna take their spot right off the bat, but he's the youngest player in the NFL right now. Uh, mm-hmm. He can definitely learn from them. Uh, think the the he has good potential. Um, you know, even Devontae Smith said it in college, that was the hardest uh, cornerback he ever faced. So just let him transition well in the NFL and then let him get mentored by these two great cornerbacks we got, and he'll, he'll do great. Uh, Berto said two points that I was going to say. Uh, he was the youngest player coming out the draft. He got one year under his belt as a real, true defensive back. And I don't know if it was because Devontae Smith wants to play here in Miami, but he did say that was the toughest matchup in college. So, um, 
they're already talking about him competing with Nick Needham to play for the slot. They're not going to play boundary corners because we got that on lock for Xavier and Byron. But if he could lock up the the slot cornerback spot, mm-hmm. that'll show a lot of improvement in practices and the offseason and all that. But hopefully he gets a bow. For a cornerback position, we're pretty solid right now. Yeah. Um, so here's, here's one topic me and Brian disagree on a lot. You know, entering the year, I was a Herbert fan. I wanted Herbert to be drafted for us at five. He was always a two fan. Video proof. There's yeah. video proof. Yeah, yeah, there's... Added that in there. Uh, and um. Herbert seems to be the better one as for now. You know, he had he definitely had um, better better wide receivers, but offensive line was equally as bad. Um, what do you guys think here with the QB situation? You know, should we should we look to draft somebody, move down? Uh, should we go for – well, we already – we don't have Fitzpatrick already entering this year. You know, he already said he's out. What veteran should we sign? What, what do you guys think we should do next? I don't think uh, Watson trade would make <clears throat> your situation any better. We won't be able to add any more key pieces to our offense because the money is – it won't be there. Uh, draft picks, they won't be there. So I believe that sticking with Tua for another year and giving it a shot, just surround him with weapons, uh, see what he could bring to the table. You know, you got Sunio offensive coordinators. You don't know what they're going to deal with. Uh, last year, it, was, it wasn't the best offensive uh, play calling we had, but, you know, we're, we're just focusing on getting better and, uh, if we get if we get Tua with better weapons, you know, one of his favorite uh, teammates in college was Devontae Smith. If we get him, they could do some damage. If they don't, well, then we might have to look in, in another direction. But for now, I say let's stick to Tua. I mean, Tua is the highest graded or highest drafted player in Dolphins history since Bob Greasy in the 60s. He didn't play a whole full season, so I say give him a chance or let even his rookie contract play out. Uh, surround him with better quality players. Surround him with ex-teammates in college like Najee Harris or Devontae Smith. But the reason why I'm saying Watson's not coming over here is because we got to give up the world for him. Might as well stick with a solid quarterback like Tua. Surround him with key pieces, add to free agency, add to the trades, add to the draft, however you got to do it, but Surround him with those key components that he needs. Solidify the O line, give him speed down the slot because Tegan got pan hands. Mm-hmm. He can't catch. So you add Devontae Smith and replace Grant. We saw it there. Park on the outside, press him on the outside at the X. We're good. Now you add somebody like Kenny Galladay or somebody a little bit cheaper, mm-hmm. like a Josh Reynolds from LA. Way cheaper, but quality player. You don't want to spend the money through there and draft some key players. But draft right, because this this should be the last year's rebuild. Starting 2022, we should be attacking for the playoffs and hopefully competing for some Super Bowls. Yeah. So we had two of this year with under under 2,000 uh, yards. He had 1,811 touchdowns, five interceptions in just nine games, you know. A lot of discussion is whether they opened up the playbook for him. Offensive coordinator is not there anymore. Um, what do you guys? What do you guys think? You know, because there's also he didn't have preseason. 
he came, he started the season around the fourth game. You know, he was getting taken out in the third quarter, sometimes halftime. Uh, there was definitely a lot of bumps in his rookie season. The potential was there. You already know what happened, what he did at Alabama. Um, what do you guys, what do you guys think is, is his potential maybe like projecting what will happen in his second year? If you give him weapons, you think he's over a 4,000, 4,000 yard player every year consistently over 30 touchdowns? I expect, I expect him to do better. Uh, you know, the, the taking him out during halftime or later in the games, they kind of give him bad look. But you know we had to win those games, and Fitz Fitz Magic really won those games. Like, like for example, uh, Raiders, he won he won those games for us, and uh, other games where he kind of competed towards the end. And like against, for example, the Broncos, we almost won that game, but you know like we just came short. And you know we needed those key games to get into the playoffs, but I don't know. Nah, next next year I expect to have to do way better. Uh, with weapons, I think he he should be doing great. Over four thousand yards for sure. Uh, he should have a good amount of touchdowns. I uh, I can't predict how much, but he should have a good amount. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I think he should. He with weapons, he should. Uh, you know, sky's the sky's the limit. Yeah. There, there's some um. There's a lot of buzz right now that they're saying, you know, our team is so well-rounded with defense, coaching staff, and everything that he doesn't necessarily have to be a top 10 quarterback, but at least if he's in that top 15, we can get far. So what do you what do you think about that, Brian, apart from um, – he, he doesn't need to be a great quarterback to do well on this team. You've got to put up Justin Herbert numbers on a bad team to the good and win rookie of the year. He doesn't need to put up those numbers. As long as we're getting Ws, we should be straight. Um, I'll be I'll be all right if he gets us like thirty two hundred a year, fifteen twenty touchdowns. Keep it under ten interceptions a year. I'll be straight with that. But that means that for us to be a successful team, it has to be well rounded. Can't just be Tua just lobbing it up to Devontae Parker over the top, or just yeah, hopefully we we'll get Devontae Smith just him catching that and get yak yards. Mm-hmm. I can't just be that. It needs to be a running game too. Mike is sick. He needs to get more involved. He had a breakoff season this one that just passed. Um, just keep it all together. Running game, the throwing game, just keep it well balanced. Defense falling out like they always do. So he doesn't need to be great, but he just needs to be good enough to get us past that hump and just get us into the playoffs. Yeah. So um... – we already talked a little bit about free agency. You know, we obviously need weapons at the wide receiver position, O-line. Um, I would say we did draft really well when it came to O-linemen. Robert Hunt, although he played tackle, he could be a really good guard. And uh, Austin Jackson, you know, the situation was, do you want to trade up and miss out on, you know, that third pick we had in the first draft, in the first round, and probably move up to get worse if that was in their plans? Uh, it seemed like Cesar Ruiz was also in our plans. Um, yeah, picked up. Yeah, so, you know, we ended up getting Austin Jackson, but it didn't – it looks okay for now. You know, it's a solid player. There's definitely a lot of more. Yeah, but we got, we got Austin Jackson with the second pick. We're talking late first when we're trying yeah. to get Cesar Ruiz, and he got picked up. We had to trade back with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. That's what they took on um, Jordan Love. So, once yeah. we traded back, we got Noah. 
if the Saints would have not got Caesar Reese, I'm pretty sure we would have gotten. Yeah, yeah, it looked like they were in for him. It, it was twice in that first round where we got, you know, they took those players that it seemed like we were targeting. Twice. You know, we have around 32 million to spend. There's players that, you know, we're thinking maybe should we extend them, like Albert Wilson. He's, you know, around 5 million. There's Jesse Davis around 4.5 million. And then there's Ogba, which is like almost 8 million with the sentence. What do you, who do you guys think? Should we drop them? You know, probably spend it on another player, give them another chance, or what are you guys thinking? Uh, resign Ted Karras. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he he should be resigned. Uh, he wasn't really letting anybody through when he was at center. I think he was a really solid uh, free agent pickup uh, for last season. So I say bring him back and then just focus on focus on the wide receivers. If you think bring on a nice wide receiver uh, and then bring him and then try to get like all, like O-line ends and focus on the D-line a little bit, even though th- there's not much to do. But I also say focus on the safety. Bring If you could bring a safety, you know, it is certain key pieces, but I'm focused more on the draft more than the free agency. Free agency, I'd want a receiver like uh, Allen Robinson. You know, high high expectations, but you never know. He's got Levy yeah. Bell coming from the Chiefs contract. You never know if he might come down. There's a lot of things that can happen. And with Flores, I had coach. Everything would, um, would you extend Wilson? Albert Wilson, no. No. They already no. took his number. Time for good. For time, yeah. It's time for him to go. If you, if you get your number took, you got to go. Yeah. That's Lynn Bowden. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you extend, <laughs> Brian, would you extend Oba? Definitely. Yeah. He should have been a pro bowler this year. He got robbed from that, too. Uh-huh. He, he definitely put up the numbers. I think he's worth the contract, too. He, you know, he's around seven million. They, I, they, showed even... a, they showed a comparison of him and, and a D-lineman that made the pro bowl. His numbers were way better, but yeah, he had. We never top, get sports for. Top we never top get love in Miami sports. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um. So yeah, so those are players we're extending. Um. Well, thinking about extending. Uh. What about free agency? You know, there's after the Super Bowl, a lot of people like Devontae David, uh, the linebacker from from Tampa Bay. You know, everybody wants him. Really good game. Should he already said that he wants to go back? It seems like they united that team well to the point where none of them are really looking to leave. Um, so what they got a great linebacker from, yeah. Well, what free agents do you think we should pick up? Well, before I even get to that point, would you guys off topic, would you guys sign on Gotcha? I think he's on his last year, but we got Raekwon Davis now, yeah. And Christian Wilkins, yeah. I was gonna ask that earlier. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. so. You gotta let him walk, man. You gotta let him walk. You gotta He's walk. good. He's good, but Raekwon Davis popping the way he popped this year. Yeah. I mean, if you can get Godshaw, if you can get Godshaw under like three point five million, I'd probably take it just for depth. But but he's in a contract year though. Like exactly. If you could get like a, a good third or fourth round pick for him, mm-hmm. I'll, look, I'll do it. He's gonna ask for a lot of money. He's gonna he's gonna ask for money, and I would not need to spend it on the Another person we're not talking about is Sealer, the other lineman. Oh yeah, yeah, he stepped up for sure. An excellent too, and he could still develop. Uh, you got Wilkins, you got Quan, and you got him. 
and they gave yeah. they gave him a, an extension already. So maybe Gunshaw's out of their plans for sure. Exactly. And he's yeah. still living like on an RV. My boy humble. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, back to the the free agency question. The good thing about last draft is that we solidified the the trenches. All line, mm-hmm. D line, we're solid on that. We still need a couple of key pieces. But in free agency, uh, I'll probably add a couple of pieces to back up our starting O line and D line. But there's not much out there that I wouldn't pick besides the wide receivers, uh, a couple of linebackers and things like that. So a wide receiver I'll go with is Kenny Galladay if they want to spend the money. Uh, explosive, still young. I think he's like 27 years old. Yeah. Get him on like a three. Get him on a three-year contract. So he's 30. It should be straight. If you don't want to spend so much money, I'll go with uh, the guy I mentioned earlier, Josh Reynolds from LA. He's solid as well. Big size. He can score up any cornerback. So those are my two picks right there. What do you guys think about Bobby Bobby McKean? I say get a safety. Yeah, I'd pass on him. Time to go. Brandon Jones. He's expensive. Brandon Jones was. Brandon Jones was underrated for sure. Nobody really talked about him, but he he held his own. He did his thing at safety. Yeah. The thing I like about him is that he's big, so he was playing more like a striker role. Mm-hmm. Like how UM does with a couple of safeties they got. Get put him at the say at the striker role, come in the box, just hit somebody in the run game. Kind of reminded me of Rashad Jones. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. Uh, if there's something I'd add to the team, though, apart from receivers, which we all know they need, it'd probably be uh, offensive line. Like, I'd add maybe a guard for experience because, you know, you don't want – I mean, they're good, don't get me wrong, but you do want a little bit more experience. If you can get somebody like Brandon Sheriff in there at guard from Washington, that'd be solid. That would be good. Um, the running back game as well, you know, we might get Nia Harris or something. Uh, which we'll, talk, we'll talk about later, but I, I feel like maybe uh, a running back would be good to add as well. I believe we should stick with uh, Miles Gaskin. He was very solid, and then you got Salman Ahmed coming as a backup. Hey, they were they were both solid, man. They they did their job. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was pretty um. Impressed. I didn't expect that from Miles Gaston, knowing he was like fourth, fourth string last year, about two years ago, and then yeah. he just starting uh, running back. It was pretty dope. He was the last running back drafted on his class. Yeah. Brita, like he'll probably be a backup, and he 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 still has some left in him. He's still young. I I'd like for him to stay, but I think he should go elsewhere and have like the starting role or you know more be more productive somewhere else yeah I think next year we'll probably carry like four running backs in, in our rotation if Breda makes it if Breda makes it I think Ahmed probably just stays at special teams or he just get completely cut because I'm sure because they're really high on Najee Harris if they're able to pick him up I'm, I'm sure he'll be one and two with Miles Gaskin. So that's where I see Ahmed probably not making the team and Breida not being happy with his role, being most likely a third string running back instead of being a first on another team like Alberto said. Yeah, Breida, Breida, one thing I liked about him coming out of San Francisco was uh, 
his cut, his cutting ability, his vision. I mean, it was insane when you watched it on tape. Um, my one thing with the running back position is probably, you know, we haven't had a 1,000-yard runner in a while, probably since Ajayi. Uh, last year, our leading rusher was Fitzpatrick at quarterback. <laughs> it's just embarrassing. It's magic, bro. Yeah. That's strong. Uh, so, you know, I kind of like the mix where you're balancing out all these rookies and you're – because you you keep the defense guessing, you know. One day it can be Gaskin, the next day it's I'm not getting two touchdowns. So that's I like that. But then as well, you want a running back where defenses are focused on so much that it takes the eyes off of the quarterback. So you know it can go either way, but I feel like we need that consistent rusher for over a thousand yards. For sure. Yeah. Look at look at the crazy difference between because Magic being. The leading rusher last year and this year, it wasn't a great improvement on our running backs, but you could tell the difference. Now, mm-hmm. course between being a, a one-dimensional team to a well-balanced team with run game and throwing it deep down the middle, then defense is going to get confused and I don't know what to cover. Yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the, the draft approach. You know, we have three picks. We have My favorite time. <laughs> We have number three. We have um, what are the eighteen? What are, yeah, eighteen, and then we have an early one. At, I think it's thirty-six. Three, thirty-five around there. Yeah, thirty-six. So, I think should be it's a four, the third three pick first here. rounders again. Cause yeah. It's so, yeah, so it's so early on. So, what's the approach you're taking here? I mean, so the beginning, I was saying as a third pick overall, I'm taking Penaiso thought that solidifying the line with a left tackle like that, that's a generational one being spoken about, I would have taken him. But after watching the the championship game with Alabama, I'm going Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase. I know you don't like him. I know he said you say that he pushes off and things like that, but that size against these cornerbacks that are probably six feet tall, 190, yeah. If he gets physical with them at the next level, he's going off on some Jefferson stuff, hitting the gritty. But mm-hmm. um, I'm going third overall. I'm going wide receiver. Um, 18, I'm probably going the linebacker for Notre Dame. If he falls that deep, if not, I'm going O-line. But I think the O-line right now is pretty secure. If Penesel is there, I don't see why not take him, but there's a lot of ways I'll approach this draft right now. I just haven't had a mindset to get to right now. Yeah. Like if I, I'm probably like on seven different mock drafts already <laughs> on my own. So right now, mentally, I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so my approach would be a little bit more different. You know, the approach you guys said is is kind of ideal. I feel like we should probably – we have the third pick, which is really high. I feel like if we trade back a couple spots, maybe get another second, maybe get another first. Um, I don't – me, necessarily, I don't rate Penny Sewell as number one tackle. And I like Devontae a lot, but maybe getting that uh, another first rounder would pay off. So what I'd do is, you know, trade back maybe to a seventh spot, get uh, Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. At tackle, uh, at the 18th pick, I'd probably get Najee, which is a little high, but 
solid running back. And then all right, but if you're trading the seven, that means you're sold on Jared Goff. On who? Jared Goff. Detroit has the seventh pick, right? Yeah. So if you trade with the Dolphins as a Detroit Lions GM, I'm talking. Does that mean you're sold on Jared Goff, or do you have Jared Goff as your bridge quarterback and you're trading up to get a Justin Fields? Let's say. Yeah, it all depends. I don't think they're. I don't think they're settling for golf. Uh, That's what I'm asking. Because if you're trading up to number three, that yeah. means you're not sold on him. You're either going Justin Fields or Zach but Wilson. They, they could also be going to protect him, though. They can be going for Sewell, and I don't rate him first. So you know, Slater, Slater, I would just be just as happy. Plus another that pick. Detroit pick. That Detroit pick is going to be crazy because. Let's say you do lose Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. Yeah. For a wide receiver, Jamar Chase or Devontae exactly. Smith. Exactly. By the time you pick at seven, if you stay at seven, I doubt they're still there. No, there's no way. There's no Just way. think about it. Possible. Let's say Jaguars pick is already locked. Mm-hmm. Draft starts at number two with the Jets. They either go quarterback or O-line, which would be Sewell, Zach Wilson, or Justin Fields. You got three, which is us. Or you got uh, Atlanta trying to pick a quarterback, most likely. Give Matt Ryan, like, two more years. Five, the Cincinnati, they need O-line protection badly. Yeah. I, I would I would trade back to uh, number five and secure I, another high pick. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't go to seven because I'm on six. The Eagles want a receiver, and they would go straight after Devontae. So the, the fact that the most, like – Back that I would trade is uh to the fifth spot. I wouldn't drop further more than the sixth because. But all right, but what if we do really good in free agency? Say we get your top target, Robinson. You're still going for Devontae. Hey man, more playmakers don't hurt. Nah, I don't know. I, I... <laughs> like last year's draft was basically solidified in the trenches. You did. Yeah. You went out there, you got Robert Hunt, and you got Solomon Kinley from Georgia. That's two great players right there on your O-line that basically played out the whole year, their rookie season. You add Sewell, you take care of the line completely. But having Jesse Davis or Eric Flowers and Austin Jackson taking care of that side of the football field on the O-line, I think we're pretty straight. Mm-hmm. So you solidified the trenches last year. This year you go for playmakers. So round two, I'll give him Devontae Smith. Give him whoever he wants. Give him Harris if he wants. Just solidify that. Let him attack. Let him let him free, bro. Yeah. That OC last year, mm-hmm. he was back like a wife. <laughs> I <don't> like that. <laughs> but this just going to be good, man. Well, what about for the 18th pick? So you have last you know, year. What was that? This is the last year of the of the um rebuild. rebuild. So yeah. This is the most important one. What are you right here at eighteen, right? Say we're at eighteen. Are you getting a running back? Unless unless there's a good tackle that falls in your hands. This class isn't too deep on tackles. Um running backs it is though. There's some really solid running backs. I wouldn't be upset if Say Najee probably goes 16 or something like that, and we don't get him. We should probably get another position, and then with the 
with the third pick that we have in the second round, I'd probably get Javante Williams from UNC. Really solid that pick. High? Yeah, I'd get him that high. I wouldn't let him drop too much. With the uh, second like round pick? Yeah. Almost like you'd be there for like first, second round pick, but yeah. What do you want to trade up? What was it? Wouldn't you want to trade up? Would you want to trade up uh, the second round pick back into the first and have three first round picks? Uh, it it all depends. I mean, that pick is almost right there to being another first, just a really late one. With the eighteenth pick, I'll probably even trade back. Yeah, that the Cedars trying to go for a, a running back too. They're saying that Nigeria might go to to Steelers, so that'd be a perfect fit for them too. Yeah, and he's like that Benny Snell type of player. I can see that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I probably I trade back. But if you want a running back at eighteen, if you don't got no all lines between seventeen and nineteen on there. Nah, I'll probably just trade back a couple spots ahead of running back next team that just needed and pick up a couple of extra picks back there. Mm-hmm. How about how about if we don't Extreme. get uh, Adam Robinson, right? And we get Devontae, and then at the 18, we get Waddle. We get two wide receivers in the first. That'd be crazy. Uh, I don't that would be pretty crazy. I don't rate Waddle too much. It could, it could happen. Yo, but Waddle will be like your Henry Ruggs of last season. Yeah. Straight Steve. But you just gotta see how it intertwines in the league though. Mm-hmm. That's straight speed, but you get jammed and pressed up at the line. Yeah. You don't. I, I always thought he was a little bit more talented than um than Ruggs though. He's he's more physical off of the line. His speed is obviously his main skill set, but he's he's a well-rounded player. I just I wouldn't take two receivers in the first round though. This wide receiver draft class is deep. I mean, you have a lot of players. Rashad, yeah, from Purdue, I think. Oh yeah, Rondell Moore. You have Elijah Moore. You know, you have a lot of players. I feel like we need a slot player as well because if we're thinking Elijah Moore from from Ole Miss, yeah, yeah uh, that cool. kid's a playmaker. If, if we're thinking about not getting, um, you know, uh, if we're thinking of not resigning Albert Wilson and stuff like that, we definitely need a slot. So that'd be one. Yeah. You, what do you guys think? You guys think King Grant should just stay as a kick return? He should. That's it. <laughs> Put him at kick return, punt return, whatever the hell he needs to do, but take him out the slot. <laughs> I'm tired of his hands. Looking like and that's my two cents. Yeah, I don't. Hey, you know was a free, you know was a free agent wide receiver I was looking at today. Um, Nelson Aguilar. Mm. He had a career season for Las Vegas, and he's probably gonna ask for a good amount of money. I'm not saying we should get him. I'm just saying that's a that's a a target that stood out to me today. Yeah, I was watching somebody's mock draft, and he came up like. Maybe if you sign him, you add a different receiver in the second, third round. Random thought. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in, guys. Um, This is our first episode on the Miami Dolphins. We did one for the Heat already. Um, On our YouTube channel, we'll uh, we'll separate it by playlists or files. And keep tuning in. Um, 
we're going to be focusing on sports bets, um, all the five major sports here in Miami. And we'll probably do a draft analysis position by position next. And uh, just keep tuning in. Thank you. Have a good one. Peace.